In 2020, the world was plunged into the global coronavirus pandemic. During this time, I hosted a weekly lockdown coaching series to support people in any way that I could to manage the spiritual, mental and emotional strain we were all going through. These episodes are from that time. When it comes to relationships, it's really important to know when you are in a toxic relationship or when you are in an abusive relationship and what to do about either. So today I'm going to be talking about the difference between the two and what you can do about it if you find yourself in either a toxic or an abusive relationship. Hello lovelies. Today I'm going to be answering a question that I get asked a lot uh, as a relationship coach. And the question is, you know, when is a relationship toxic and when is a relationship abusive? And it's a very big uh, topic to cover. And I just wanted to touch on a few pointers today because um, I think the problem with so much information available on the internet is that people also tend to apply labels to things that aren't real. So I think, you know, the minute you're having a fight with your partner, oh, suddenly the relationship is toxic or abusive, you know. So I think we've got to be very careful of labeling uh, normal or, or, or everyday behaviors as toxic or abusive because there are relationships that are genuinely toxic and abusive and there's a big difference um, between you know just normal everyday stuff and actually a, a problematic relationship that's that's about abuse or toxicity so the truth is is that it, it's often really not clear the difference between abuse and toxicity there's quite an overlap and the thing about this overlap is that it's everything is about context. Um, you know, and the context is, you know, who is involved? What is the behavior? Where is this behavior happening? Um, you know, because, you know, it's also what is the perception of the person experiencing the behavior? Perception is everything. And, you know, for, for, for one couple, what they would think is toxic. For another couple, they would think is abusive. And for a third couple, they might think is completely normal behavior. So we can't put like blanket statements to say, you know, obviously with a few exceptions, we can't have blanket statements saying this is absolutely abusive behavior. This is absolutely toxic behavior. Um, it's, it's very context dependent and, and it's a subjective thing. But, uh, you know, it, we, we have to have some kind of ideas of what's going on here. So let, let me let me go into a few pointers that hopefully you can see the difference between what toxicity is and what abuse is when it comes to relationship. The simple difference between toxic and abuse is that toxic behavior is, is having a lack of control. It's a very reactive behavior within a relationship that's around a lack of control. Whereas abusive behavior is all about control. It is about the abuser seeking to control their partner so that's a first subtle difference between the two is is one's out of control one is in control guys with everything that I'm going to be saying in this video I want you to really understand that there is a spectrum of toxicity and abuse and I'm going to touch on quite a bit of stuff that I'm pretty sure everybody has experienced in their relationship or some behaviors that everybody has engaged in in their relationship. Just because I'm saying it doesn't mean that you are toxic. It doesn't mean your relationship is toxic. Please just learn, see to apply where this is, information is relevant. Um, so the spectrum is that once in a while we can all behave like this in some circumstances. When it is getting out of control, meaning when it's starting to happen on a daily or weekly basis, that is when it's starting to become a problem. Okay. 
So the first thing about toxic relationships is that it's about reactive behavior and it can sometimes see very, seem very petulant. You know, you might ask your partner to help you wash the dishes and they suddenly snap at you and, you know, but I've had such a busy day and can't you ever see, you know, like I don't have the time or the energy to do this. You know, if it's a single day where they really have a crappy day at work, you would understand that reactiveness. When that reactiveness starts happening on an ongoing basis, like the reaction is out of proportion to the event, that is toxic behavior. It's defensive, it's attacking, and it's dismissive, and it's not workable behavior. So reactive behavior, that's considered toxic. Any lack of healthy communication on an ongoing basis is toxic. And a lack of healthy communication, you know, not being willing to listen to your partner when it's clear they want to discuss stuff with you, not validating your partner's feelings about what's not working, learning how to speak about what's not working for you in a workable way versus attacking your partner, learning how to express your feelings, learning how to express your emotions, learning how to ask for what you want in relationship. Guys, you have to learn how to communicate healthily around these areas. So when you cannot do any of that and you're lacking effective communication skills that can lead to toxicity in a relationship a lot of the time in toxic relationships i see neediness and and that neediness is that low self-esteem where your partner constantly needs to validate you about how you look and the work you do and how you are as a partner and how you are as a parent now guys i know that we all need a bit of acknowledgement now and then but when it becomes this needy like daily requirement that starts slipping into toxicity because you, at the end of the day, are ultimately responsible for your own happiness, not your partner. So neediness, and what, what can sometimes happen with the neediness is that a needy person will start creating unnecessary drama in a relationship just to get the reassurance from their partner. So when unnecessary dramas are being created, that is when stuff is getting toxic. Um, when there's one-way flow, so somebody's doing all the giving and the partner's doing all the taking, that's toxic. Relationships are a give and a take. So if one of you is constantly initiating, starting, organizing, arranging, and the other's doing absolutely nothing in return, that is toxic behavior. There has to be an equal exchange of energy in a relationship. Constant breaking of agreements. Guys, trust is a cornerstone of relationship and keeping agreements builds trust. When you are constantly breaking agreements with your partner, that is toxic behavior. Your partner doesn't know where they stand with you. There's no reliability. There's no predictability in the relationship. So it's really simple. Keep your agreements or don't make them in the first place. Passive aggressiveness, I think everybody's done a bit of that in their relationships. Passive aggressive behavior on an ongoing basis is toxic behavior. Just speak, be honest, communicate what's really going on with you. Your partner is not a mind reader. They can't figure it out unless you talk to them. So stop with the passive aggressive behavior. That's toxic behavior. Guys, relationship is supposed to be people who are on the same side. You are team players. The minute it becomes a me versus you dynamic in a relationship, toxicity has crept in. Your partner is not your competition. And I see too many modern couples who, you know, both people work, both people are breadwinners. Um, it starts becoming competition. You know, who earns more? Who does more? Who's a better parent? You know, who contributes more? Who's more educated? Your partner is not your competition. And if you're treating them like that, you need to stop now because that is toxic behavior. A big problem that I see in relationships nowadays is a complete lack of respect for the partner's privacy. Your partner has the right to their privacy and so do you. Your partner does not uh, have to make their entire life, all of their messages, all of their online accounts and everything available to you because you're the one that has trust issues now. I tread this statement with, a, with, with, with like carefully because 
I also trust people's instincts and people's intuitions. And if you feel that something underhanded is going on with your partner, they've changed the password on their phone, they're spending too much time on tech, you know, it indicates that some kind of situation is going on where they're communicating with somebody else in an unworkable way. But you do not have the automatic right to invade your partner's privacy just because you think something is going on. So a lack of respecting your partner's privacy um, is very big toxic behavior. So guys, I have done a video about toxic relationships before. You're welcome to go and watch it again. It is on my YouTube channel and my Facebook page. Um, but I think I've given you enough points to, to look at what is toxic behavior. And I wanna talk about abusive behavior, which is, is different. Abusive behavior, as I've said, really is about control. And there's this big myth that abusers are out of control people. Like they've just got no anger management and they're totally out of control. But proper abusive relationships, the abuser actually is in a lot of control. And this is where um, they get their, their rocks off is to maintain control of the other person in that relationship. So the thing about an abuser is that they make conscious choices to manipulate dominate and control their partner they really do plan ahead and they think things out carefully and abusers are very conscious about how their behavior is going to affect the other person so you know a, a lot of you know work done with abusers kind of get them to to open up about the fact that they knew exactly what what was going to happen if they did a b or c so i knew that if i hit her she would do what i told her or I knew we were going to go to a wedding that weekend, so I wasn't going to smack her because I didn't want people to see the bruises. Guys, that is thought out and that is planned ahead. That's not toxic. That is abuse outright. So uh, abusers are extremely calculated and they are very deliberate in their actions. And what abusers do is that they get their partners out of control and they will, they will do it in a way that makes them think they're losing their mind. So I'm sure most of you have heard of, of a phenomenon called gaslighting, uh, you know, where, where you seek to really undermine the other person's reality and the truth and, and makes them question whether what they believe is real. So abusers are master gaslighters. Um, you can look up the phrase if you've never heard of gaslighting before. So so gaslighting means that that you know, you, you begin to question, you know, if you if if what you're complaining about is real or if your reaction is valid to what's going on. So, you know, in a fight, uh, an abuser would say something very calmly, would say something like, you see, I don't know why you're shouting. You don't see me behaving like that. You're just totally out of control. You know, they say it in a very calm, calculated way, which makes the other person get even more out of control. Or I don't understand why you're angry with me. I'm not doing anything here to, to make you react this way. It's, it's very, very calculated. So abusive behavior is where one seems to be cool, calm, collected and in control in a fight. And the other one is getting more and more out of control as the fight is escalating. Abusers will seek to control all aspects of the relationship, how the money is spent, who the friends are, where you live. You know, the, the, this control is, is, is not toxic. That is abuse. So abusers um, also want to be in control of their partner's entire life experiences, you know, so who you're allowed to be friends with, when you are allowed to go and visit your family, what clothing you are allowed to wear, how you are allowed to speak to me, how you are allowed to parent our children. An abuser will seek to control all of that in a relationship so that their partner has no choice and feels that they have got no authority in their own lives. So with the abuser, it's always about seeking control in the relationship. 
basically abusers are bullies and everything about their behavior is out to belittle and to dominate and to control everything and everyone else in their life. So, you know, I know I'm speaking along in the context of relationship today, but guys, toxic and abusive relationships can happen between parents and children. It can happen between siblings. It can happen at work uh, between colleagues. It can happen in friendships. These relationships can exist everywhere. Uh, we mostly see it in romantic relationships, but, uh, but you can have this kind of behavior in all kinds of relationships. The thing about an abuser is they will never consider somebody else's reality. Their reality is the only one that matters and they will bully you into submission until you give way to what they believe and what they think should be done. I want to make a point here that just because you're fighting in your relationship doesn't mean it's toxic or abusive. Everybody fights and very often fights are quite healthy. How do you know when the fight is slipping over into unworkable territory? So fighting becomes toxic when you're nitpicking about something that you've actually already discussed and resolved in a previous fight. When you keep bringing up the same stuff and nitpicking about it, that is toxic behavior. When there's an absolute refusal, like a sulky child, to, to speak to your partner who's clearly going through stuff and wants to talk to you about something and you just won't engage and won't be present, that's toxic behavior in a fight. And anytime competition creeps into to a fight, well, you know, you tell me that I don't do the dishes. Well, you never help me with the shopping. You know, the minute it becomes competition, that's toxic behavior. Learn to really hear what is not working for your partner and stop taking it so personally. We only get better in relationship when we can learn. So learning means having to really hear some stuff you may not want to hear, but it'll help you shift your behavior. Abusive fights are you know, what I've said before about the, the one partner remaining cool, calm and collected and, and provoking and manipulating a fight to get a specific emotional response like fear or crying or anger out of the other partner. And of course, guys, the number one indicator of any abusive situation is mental, emotional, physical and sexual abuse. Any violation of boundaries on those levels is abuse. The problem with this behavior is that it creeps in for a lot of people in abusive situations, it starts as emotional and mental abuse and then it will escalate into a shove here, a bit of a push there, a smacking of the wall here, and it starts to escalate to the point of being physical and sexual. And for a lot of people uh, in relationships with abusers, that behavior wasn't there in the beginning. And why this is a problem is that people stay in these relationships because they keep thinking that the, 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 the abusive behavior is a once-off and their partner is going to return to being the person they initially got in a relationship with. And in fact, I see this a lot with people who stay in a relationship long past the point that they should when a toxicity or abuse is at play because they keep hoping things are going to change. Yes, I know he hasn't been great lately, but he used to be wonderful. I know he's got it in him. I'm just going to wait until that version of him re-emerges. That version may never re-emerge. And it's like the frog in the boiling water story. When you are in it for so long, you really can't see things objectively. So it's like that erosion happens over time and you don't have the ability to really see the truth of what is going on. So if you suspect you are in a toxic or abusive relationship, the first thing is to please reach out for help with your family and friends. Your family and friends know you better than anyone else. And they can see what is going on. And if they are commenting and saying, you've been behaving differently, I don't like the way he's speaking to you. I don't think the way that she handles situations is okay. I know you, you want to dismiss that stuff and get defensive about it. 
but please pay attention if people are noticing that there is a change in your behavior or your partner's behavior towards you. So pay attention um, to, to what other people are saying about you and, and you ask for help with friends and family. If it has gotten to the point that you know nothing is gonna change, you've tried therapy, you've tried to work on it and still nothing is changing, it's time to end the relationship. If you haven't even tried therapy, maybe you should. If you are in a toxic situation, you know, and you really want to find more workable tools and coping mechanisms to deal with your relationship, look for a coach. Come and see me. Go see a therapist. You know, guys, I'm reminding you that I am doing Skype coaching and Skype relationship coaching throughout lockdown. I always do, but I am available. So if you're in a state in your relationship, please, you know, book a session and let me see how I can support you. If you are in an extremely... Uh, serious situation where abuse is going on it is urgent that you remove yourself from that environment as soon as you possibly can and if you do not have friends and family you call on the authorities you call on the police and uh, there are amazing organizations that are out there who support people finding safety if they are in an abusive situation especially for children and you know guys it's amazing how many people in a public way will absolutely step in when they think that you are in danger you are not okay i cannot tell you how many clients i've worked with who have been in a situation where let's say they were in a shop and something was going on and they went up to the cashier and said i really need help please call someone and something was done i have another client who just went and knocked on her neighbor's door she'd never met him he answered the door and she said i really you need to save my life i'm about to die he's going to kill me and the neighbor saved her life so don't think that if you don't know people amazing people won't just step up to rescue if you really are in a dangerous situation with abuse so I hope that that's really clarified the difference between toxicity and abuse here as much as like I said there can be some overlap between the two um, you know just pay attention to what behaviors are going on on a daily basis in your relationship how are you feeling how do you feel about each other are you guys wearing each other down or are you building each other up is there support do you feel attacked pay attention step out of it review it a bit and if you feel you need some some healthy work on your relationship learning new coping mechanisms learning better communication skills and learning how to share your needs wants and desires in a more workable way with your partner please book a session um, I have also on my uh, website have a blog uh, I've got a lot of articles on there about this um, if you want to read up more about toxicity and abuse and as always please send questions if you've got any um, through any medium social media Instagram Facebook you can email me info at leahc4.com so I'm sending all of you lots and lots of love Thank you for spending your time with me today. I'm Leah C4 and you've been listening to the Get Real podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube and Facebook. If you felt inspired by today's episode, then please subscribe, rate and share this podcast. Thanks for listening. And until we meet again, keep it real.